Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It is time to get caught up with the Cardinals. This is your I Believe St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Kurtz. Thanks for being with me once again, everyone. And, you know, for the first time in several weeks, I do not like the direction this team is trending. Uh, Things had been going well for several weeks, climbing in the standings, climbing in the power rankings, and now not so much. First of all, anything that has to do with a baseball team from Chicago, Cubs, White Sox, let's get those clubs, put them on the L train, and get them the heck out of here because it's been a hot mess for the Cardinals. Cubbies take two of three in St. Louis. White Sox win the first two in the current series, so that hasn't gone well. And, you know, for the first time in a while— Watching the Cardinals, you know, look, we all have favorite teams. I don't care if it's college football, NFL, hockey, what have you. You watch them and you go through spurts with your favorite squad in which you're always hoping they will win and you know they can technically win, but a win kind of almost feels like a delightful surprise, whereas more realistically, you're fearing a loss. And that's how I have felt with the Cardinals uh, in the last 10 days. You know, and the results have bared that out. Three and seven in their last 10. They've lost three straight. Still in first place, and it's still only May. So no chicken little, no sky is falling. But they just haven't been playing winning baseball. If you ever watch a football game to switch sports real quick, and you see a coach interviewed before the game, they always talk about keys to victory, things that their team has to do to be successful, minimize turnovers. Uh, win the line of scrimmage, control the clock, flip field position. If you do those things more often than not, you're going to have success. Um, And baseball has a list like that too. You know, it includes things like don't walk everybody. Uh, Don't commit a ton of errors. Bring guys home when they're in scoring position. And that's just not the way the Cardinals are playing right now. Last night, three errors. You know, Tommy Edmond, right field, normally very steady, sure-handed, He boots the ball. Uh, Jack Flaherty, who came in unbeaten, allows seven runs, but only three of them are earned, right? And he didn't get the run support that he's been accustomed to. Cardinals only scored three runs, and the last one came long after Flaherty had hit the showers. So if that's the kind of baseball you're playing, it's going to be tough to find success. And then walks. Look, the Cardinals have walked 210 guys this year. 
It's the most in baseball. You know, nobody else is above 200. So going to be very difficult to stay hot and look good when that's the product you're putting out in the field. Of course, it doesn't help that the Cardinals are a veritable mash unit right now. They have a lot of guys hurt, right? I mean, injuries are a part of the game. Everybody deals with it. Padres have had injuries. Yankees have had injuries. Dodgers have had injuries. But, you know, Miles Michaelis, we waited all season for this guy to get out there. A much-awaited, highly-anticipated debut. He pitches for five minutes. Look, he threw for four innings. He's back on the shelf. Um, Paul DeYoung hasn't played in a while. Dylan Carlson missed some time. He finally came back in the lineup, played right field, had to move over to center because Harrison Bader got hurt again. You know, Tyler O'Neill is still out. Now, in the case of Bader and O'Neill, those guys hurt themselves making aggressive baseball plays. O'Neill hurt himself sliding into second, trying to steal a bag. Bader hurt himself in center field, trying to catch a ball that was sinking. So you're never going to encourage those guys to not make those efforts and to give all they had. But, you know, baseball is the ultimate marathon, not a sprint sport. The season is long. They play so often. Guys are going to get nicked up. Uh, Minimizing injuries is a key to success. And right now that's not going the way of the Redbirds. Yeah, they're lucky. They have young guys waiting in the wings. Justin Williams has done a nice job in the outfield and spot duty. Edmundo Sosa has done a nice job at short, uh, proved that he can swing a good bat. Andrew Kisner has done a nice job when he's had to fill in for Yachty behind the plate. But, you know, right now their lineup as a whole is an issue. You often tune in and you're not sure who you're going to see game in, game out. Getting these guys back healthy and back into the, the ideal starting lineup. Look, I mean, their main outfield should be Tyler O'Neill on left, Harrison Bader in center, and Dylan Carlson in right. Those guys haven't played together in that outfield like that since May 16th. So getting guys back into the lineup is going to be a key focus. And speaking of guys in the lineup, the Cardinals have been uh, the nationally televised game a couple times lately. They had two Sunday night ESPN games versus the Padres and Cubs. They had a Monday night game also on ESPN versus the White Sox. And anytime the Cardinals get a nationally televised game. I don't care if it's, you know, Matt Viscurgeon and Carl Ravitch. You're going to hear from Alex Rodriguez, Buster Olney. Who are we going to hear about? You know. Who are they going to talk about? Who are going to be the centerpieces of their storytelling? Yadi and Ueno, right? You're going to get vintage video and historical analysis. You're going to get legacy lists and you're going to get talk of Cooperstown. Amusing anecdotes. You're going to, here about 2006 and 2011. You're going to see Wayno with that great hook to freeze Carlos Beltran to send the Cardinals to the World Series. You know, and I love hearing those stories. You, there's no such thing as too many Wayno stories for me or too many Yachty stories. I don't care who the storyteller is. Um, but in 2021, those are two guys staring out at 40 years old. They can't be your biggest weapons. Uh, Wayno threw eight innings, gave up just one hit, got a no decision last Sunday night. Uh, you can't expect that he's going to give you that every night. The guy's staring at 40 years old. Molina has had a great offensive season when he's been healthy. He's hit for power, home runs. Again, that's got to be a bonus. You can't rely on those guys to be the centerpiece of your team in terms of a production standpoint. It's got to be guys like Jack Flaherty and Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt and Tyler O'Neill, Carlos Martinez. That's where the numbers have to come from. Look, you're always going to be able to count on Wayno and Yachty to lead, to motivate, 
to set the tone in the clubhouse, to be the heartbeat of the team. But those guys can't be your frontline weapons as well. What happens if they start to run out of gas or they hit a slump or one guy gets hurt? Um, these are two guys that have considered retirement. You need more from other guys. And as much as I love the stories, the Yachty stories, the Wayno stories, the, the old video, you know, the World Series wins and, and taking that walk down memory lane, um, we need to deal with the present. And right now the present is a hurt team that's not playing sharp. And you add it all up, you get a dip in the standings. And now we mentioned the White Sox series, the one that's going on right now. Cards have dropped the first two. Um, and, you know, this is a, a series that's ripe with subplots and intrigue, right? And who doesn't love, you know, that added into a game or a series that, you know, otherwise might be run of the mill. You need to engage a larger audience. And, you know, when you're digging around for stories and drama, there's a lot of it to be had in this series. Number one, uh, Jack Flaherty v. Lucas Giolito. That was the pitching matchup in game two. And, you know, those two guys, they were high school teammates. They pitched together at a school called Harvard Westlake in Los Angeles. My question, what the heck is in the Gatorade out there that those two guys were on the same high school staff? I dug in to see what some of the guys I played baseball with growing up are doing. Uh, we got guys in carpentry. We got a lawyer. Someone is a facilities manager. Look, all admirable professions. But ain't nobody I played baseball with starting on the hill for a first-place ball club, let alone two of them. And, you know, as for Flaherty v. Giolito, you know, that goes the way of Giolito. Flaherty, three and two-thirds, six hits, seven runs. We mentioned only three of them were earned. He only struck out three guys. And more importantly, he just was in trouble all night. He was constantly working with men on base. His innings were stressful. Nothing came easy. And as a result, takes the first loss of the season. He's now 8-1. and one. Giolito, his night was so much cleaner, simpler. He goes six, allows six hits, two runs, one earned, five Ks, gets the W. He's now four and four. So, you know, Flaherty's a competitive guy. We've seen that. He wanted to win that matchup with his former teammate afterwards. He said, quote, I'm sure we'll get our chance somewhere down the road. He threw the ball well, he being Giolito, and he did what he's good at. So that stings a little for uh, Jack. You know, tip the cap to Giolito. Flaherty would like to get another crack at him, and he seems to think that somewhere down the line he will. But round one of the former high school teammates goes the way of Giolito. Now, Monday night, Card's got to look at Lance Lynn. And if that felt familiar, well, it should have. Uh, Cardinals drafted him in 08. He pitched for the Redbirds for a bunch of seasons. He won 72 ball games, lost 47, but they let him go. Uh, free agency after 2017. And don't think that Lance Lynn forgot about it. He took a no-hitter into the sixth. He allowed only one run, three hits, pitched seven innings, threw 104 pitches, and, you know, made the Cardinals front office management, Mazalek, rue the day that they let him walk. Uh, just one game, but it didn't look like the right decision on Monday night. Said Lynn afterwards, quote, I'm not going to lie to you. That win, probably the most satisfying I've ever had in my career, not counting the playoffs. I enjoyed it quite a bit, beating them. It's one of the teams I didn't have a major league win against, and now I do, and I definitely enjoy it. Now, asked about some of the emotions that went into his effort, he used phrases like, you got to prove it, 
He used the word hatefulness, said it was a little bit of everything. So letting Lin walk added only to the intrigue thus far in the series. And much like the Giolito v. Flaherty matchup, that's another one that goes in the win column for the White Sox. And finally, Tony La Russa. Look, you're never going to hear me talk ill of Tony La Russa. The guy brought my favorite baseball team in the whole world to three World Series. They took two titles. He won over 1,400 games, 16 seasons. He was a guy that would never be outmanaged, never be outstrategized. The game, the moment, it was never too big for Tony. But now we're wondering, he's the ultimate old school guy. But where is the line between old school and just plain old? Uh, He's sounding and looking a little like Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. Right. You know, baseball is a game that's full of unwritten rules. And this is the kind of stuff that Larusa loves that he, you know, sets his clock by. You don't swing when it's three and oh, you don't bunt to break up a no, no. You don't walk across the mound in between innings. And you know what? Unwritten rules. It's 2021. I don't I don't think we do unwritten rules anymore. If it's important and you want it to be a rule, write it down. OK, because baseball is a game that's loaded with nuance and intrigue. History and subtlety. Um, But you know what that sounds like out of the other side of your mouth? Dull. Dull. Okay? We're in a world where content is king and attention spans are microscopic. Nuance and subtlety, it doesn't fly in 2021. Uh, So I'm not going to say the game of baseball is leaving Tony La Russa behind. It's not possible. He's an elite manager, has been. He's in the Hall of Fame. All he has to do is, you know, hold up his hand with all those rings. But we're in an era where we're, you know, competing for attention spans. Uh, Bat flips and flexing on one another from second base after a double. That's the stuff that kids love to see. Um, Young players coming up, they want to see personality. They want to see energy. They want to see showmanship. That's why a guy like LeBron James is so popular. That's why a guy like Fernando Tatis Jr. is so popular. Um, And if the goal is to grow the game and keep it elite, and keep great players in the game, some of the old school stuff is going to have to kind of stay in the old school. This is an era of TV ratings, and shoe deals, and TikTok views. Guys like Ronald Acuna Jr., Bryce Harper. I hated Bryce Harper when he first came up. All that eye black looked like the ultimate warrior. But, you know, this is what keeps eyeballs on screens. At my core, I'm a traditionalist, a purist. I, I believe in the act like you've been there phrase. But when you're competing for attention the way we are in 2021, you need to let guys do what they're going to do uh, if it's working. And that's what's interesting to young kids right now. Look, my kid plays travel baseball. He's a catcher and a pitcher, so he's involved in every play. Right now, baseball is super interesting and super fun for him. Uh, but he also has a cannon attached to his left arm, and he's got great glove skills. So what's going to happen in a couple of years when he's on an elite travel team and everybody can play, and the coach says to him, hey, Oscar, we're going to put you in right field because we think you can track down fly balls and throw out runners trying to go from first to third. And then he'll play four or five games, and he'll have two balls hit to him. And after the game, he'll come to me and say, hey, Dad, can we sign up for lacrosse? You know, because he wants to deck dudes and go behind the back into the net and be exciting and have fun. Um, and sometimes baseball doesn't bring that to the table. That's why so many great athletes play hoops. That's why more guys than ever before are playing golf and tennis. It reminds me a little bit of a discussion I had a couple of years ago with a colleague when it was World Cup time. 
you know, why is America so bad at the World Cup? Why does the United States never compete? Uh, talking about the men's side, of course. But why do they never compete for the whole thing? Um, and it's because America's best athletes don't play soccer, right? They play other sports. Basketball, football. Luckily, some of them still play baseball. You know, don't you think that if LeBron James grew up playing soccer, he'd be pretty darn good with as talented and coordinated as he is? Steph Curry, if his dad wasn't in the NBA and he grew up doing a different kind of dribbling altogether, don't you think he'd be pretty good at soccer if that's what he had learned? Kobe loved soccer, grew up in Italy. Steve Nash, he's Canadian, loves soccer. You know, if Calvin Johnson was groomed to be a goalie with his size and his hands and his athleticism, don't you think he'd have been pretty good? You know, Mike Trout, Kristen Yelich, these are great athletes who still play baseball, and they're exciting, and they're fun. Uh, Mookie Betts was a great basketball player growing up, and he once bowled a perfect game. So these are highly skilled individuals, and they're not playing soccer, which is why the U.S. can't compete, but a lot of them are still playing baseball, and that is a good thing for the game. As a whole, MLB needs to be steering young athletes toward baseball and not away from it. Uh, so to do that, keep it exciting. Allow for personalities. Allow guys to have fun. Grow the game. You know, old school is fine, um, but you still need to allow for new energy. Otherwise, you're going to have a game that abides by unwritten rules, but has not really a lot of great athletes. And I don't think anybody wants that. All right, guys. Listen, that's it for this week of your I Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, again, I'm your host, Jason Kurtz. I appreciate you listening. Keep listening. Keep downloading. Keep sharing. Uh, smash that like button, as the kids say. And until next time, if I said it once, I said it a thousand times. Hashtag go Redbirds. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.